Hi everyone, it's your host Megan Nagia and you're listening to What's Your Major? This is part two of my conversation with family resident and physician Sara Hassan Youssef. I hope you enjoy and learn more about majoring in neuroscience, being on the pre-med track, and other experiences of a medical student. Obviously, being on the pre-med track, you are kind of on your paving your way to becoming a doctor. But in terms of being a neuroscience major, what are some other post-undergrad or career plans that are out there? I I definitely thought about that as well. I think, you know, you bringing that up, that's something important to keep in mind um, because I feel like everyone should always have a plan B. If, if something doesn't work out, you have another option to try or fall back on or what have you. Um, so I that was something I thought of as well when I was um, switching to my neuroscience major. Um, so with neuroscience, it's a field that is, I think, growing very quickly um, in, in popularity as a major itself and just like as a science in general. Um, so as someone who has a major in neuroscience, you can definitely go on and pursue more of like a research-based career. So a lot of people that were in the neuroscience track, but not necessarily um, pre-med, they would um, do essentially pursue a master's degree. So there's a master's in neuroscience. I believe it's like neuroscience and cognitive science. That's what they had at my school. And I know a lot of schools have like those options um, for people who do their bachelor's in neuroscience um, to do a master's degree. There's also like a PhD as well that you can do. And a lot of things um, that kind of, I guess, entail that is like just research. Uh, For me in particular, I was involved in research as an undergrad um, in one of the neuroscience labs and our lab dealt with memory and cognition. So um, they were studying um, memory in uh, mice, essentially. And so there were multiple PhD students within the pro within the lab, um, as well as master's students. So you can definitely pursue that. And I know that if you um, get your master's, there's the opportunity to teach um, at the community college level, I believe. And then if you get your PhD, of course, you can teach more at the um, at the university level. Um, so that's definitely an option. I know that some people pursue the neuroscience career and then instead, if, you know, they start out as pre-med or maybe they don't, they end up going uh, into just another pre-health career. Um, so there were a couple of students that I remember were, a neuro- were neuroscience majors and they um, ended pr- up pursuing uh, dental school and they got into dental school through that major. There were some uh, pre-pharmacy students as well. Um, that pursued the career just because it was something that was very interesting, a very interesting major, and it was very clinical. Um, so I think that it can help with multiple field, multiple health uh, professional careers. Um, so that's that's what, at least from my experience with uh, other people within the major, that's what I saw um, in terms of what they went into after graduating. Wow! Yeah, there seems to be so many opportunities 
for neuroscience majors, I didn't even realize that there were that many um, different routes that you could go on. That's really, really cool. What are types of activities you would mentioned the um, research that you did with mice or internships, clubs, anything like that, that you participated in to support your neuroscience major or support being on the pre-med track and also to get kind of that real world clinical experience um, and just immerse yourself more into the world of medicine? I, I think um, from the very beginning of of college when you know just going to talks about like how to get into medical school and what um, kind of applicants are uh, med schools looking for essentially um, it was always made clear that okay you know you can't yes it's great that you you know do well in your classes and make the grades and get the scores but it can't just be that because there are a bunch of other people that are doing the same and then some and so a big thing that was always kind of ingrained in our minds, I think, was that, you know, you need to stand out in your own way, not just, you know, I'm going to be part of like the space club because it, it's different, you know, doing things that you actually enjoy, because if, you know, you enjoy something, you'll put more effort in it, I think. And then that'll definitely show when, you know, you're interviewing or when you're putting your application together, putting your personal statement together. Um, so I think for me, the main things that I was involved in in college that were, you know, kind of outside of classes were there was, um, I did, I was involved in one uh, pre, it was a pre-health uh, society. So it was a, it was called AED, it's Alpha Epsilon Delta. It was a, just a pre-health club, essentially, where, you know, we'd have various meetings regarding how to get into, you know, dental school, into pharmacy school, into medical school. Um, and there were people interested in all uh, different types of health co- professional careers. Um, and then there, you know, within that club, they had vol- multiple volunteering events. And that was actually one of the requirements, um, which is great because it, it, you know, the fact that it's a requirement, it kind of it helps you, you know, if you're going to be part of the club, it helps you get out there into the community and really, um, contribute which is something that you know you will be doing as a physician so I think that's like a nice baby step into your future career um and so we would volunteer I remember at like um races um and just kind of help pack food for the runners and we'd volunteer at shelters we would volunteer at like senior health centers um we would volunteer with like the um special needs community as well um, so it was very nice in that it, it had a, a diverse uh, volunteer experience uh, if you were part of the club. And then another uh, club that I was part of as well was uh, the Muslim Student Association. So I myself am Muslim. Um, and so faith is really important to me. So that was something that I knew I wanted to be involved in uh, and throughout my undergrad career. So I got to make a lot of friends through that. There was uh, within that club itself, there was, uh, different sports teams that would kind of compete against other, uh, Muslim student associations from different colleges in the, within the state. Um, and so I was part of the the girls basketball team. And so we would compete, uh, we would have these annual competitions essentially. And so that was really fun for me because I, I really enjoy basketball and I played in high school. And so I got to kind of continue that. And that was something that I did, you know, for my enjoyment. And it was 
more of like a social thing. That's something that I also mentioned in my medical school application. And that's something that I was asked about because it was different. You know, it's not like it was something that I did for fun, essentially. Um, a lot of enjoyment to myself and um, also made me stand out as well. Yeah, absolutely. You you were very involved. And um, I love all the different areas that you kind of got into throughout college, whether it was like service or um, just being active and doing things that you love. And I think that's great that you mentioned the fact that it helps you stand out on your application. You know, that's always great. But of course, that must have really helped you also balance your pre-med lifestyle in college and just make it even easier on yourself and help you just enjoy your college experience. Yes, no, and I, I definitely would say, um, you know, don't feel like, yes, it, you're, you're told that you have to have kind of these extracurricular activities, but if you're struggling, I'd say, you know, take a break from that club or if something is really, you know, pulling you away from, you know, making, like putting your best effort in your classes and you feel like you're not able to balance things out, I would say like, you could always, you know, you can always come back to a club. You can always, um, you know, get more involved in the future that no one's ever gonna, you know, cut you out from that. And so I'd say just making sure you prioritize your classes essentially, just because, you know, if you don't do well in your classes and then you have to retake a class that will always be kind of like on your record but with clubs and things like this it's important to know kind of where your limit is essentially and don't and not to spread yourself too thin I'd say I feel like a lot of times there's you know so many opportunities and clubs within the school that you feel like oh I want to join everything but then I feel like the the more academic part of things will kind of um take a back seat sometimes and so just kind of learning where and 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 how to prioritize is super important as well absolutely yeah do you know of any courses that one should take in high school that might position them strongly for either a neuroscience major or um being on the pre-med track um i took like the very basic stuff. I think the only things that I took that were AP level, because those were the only ones that were offered in my school were the AP biology course and uh, AP world history. Um, And like I said, I ended up doing a lot of or taking most of my high school classes at the community college, just because that's what was offered to us at the time. Um, And so that really helped with just, you know, getting rid of all the basics once I started university. Um, And so I'd say if you have that opportunity, I recommend it a hundred percent. Like the, I can tell you that the community college classes are a lot um, easier compared to university level classes. And I felt like even at times, a lot of the, college level the the community college level courses were sometimes easier than the high school classes that I was taking like at my actual high school Um, and so I think it's a good way to not only save money because I believe that it's you know it's free for high school students I'm not entirely sure or I don't know if there was like 
some sort of contract with my high school, but I believe it's free for for high school students to take the community college level courses. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're trying to count it towards their high school requirements as well. Um, so it's a good way to not only save money once, you know, cause you'll be done with those courses and you won't have to take them at the university level, but also it's a good way to um, make good grades. And uh, especially if it's not something, you know, I wouldn't say take, you know, take your general chemistry or organic chemistry. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend taking your pre-med requirements there. I mean, you obviously can, but I think that the university level is a little bit more rigorous. And so schools kind of look at that um, when they're kind of looking at your application, essentially. And a lot of times when you transfer those community level, community college level courses over to uh, the university level, it just shows up as a credit. So it won't contribute to your GPA. Um, And so I think, it's really important for them to, for medical schools or health professional schools to see, you know, the grade, they want to see the grade that you got essentially. And so if it's a pre-med course, definitely those, I would say, take them at the university, university level. But if it's something that's just, you know, one of your basic core requirements, that's not having to do with your career, I'd say the community college is a good option, especially when you're you're in high school and, and you have that option. Yeah, gotcha. I I did not know that. So I, that's something new that I learned. Aside from the academic point of view, <clears throat> do you know of any maybe like extracurricular or volunteering at hospitals, internships, things like that, that high school students should do if they're go- trying to go into um, something medical related? Yeah, so I'd say um, definitely volunteering um, at hospitals, any sort of clinical field is great. A lot of times, unfortunately, because of, you know, things like HIPAA and, and just, I think even now with COVID, you know, there's a lot more, there are a lot more restrictions, I, yeah. I feel like for students to get involved. So honestly, for me, a lot of my experience like my experiences volunteering, like within the healthcare field, were not very clinical. Like I was, um, you know, maybe handing out popcorn in like the children's hospital or things like that that weren't clinical at all. But it, I think, if they're not clinical, that doesn't that doesn't, um, I guess, downgrade your effort. It shows that you know you're interested and you're willing to to help out in any way that you can. And, and that really shows a lot to the schools. Um, so I feel like any sort of experience is great. If you can get clinical experience, even better. Um, but I think just the fact that, you know, you're trying to get out there in the community and help out um, is a huge thing. Because at the end of the day, medical schools um, and health professional schools in general are just looking for people that um, care about others and that are willing to help out and just are in general good people. And so I think just um, the fact that, you know, someone or a student is willing to help out in any way really showcases that. Totally. Yeah. And I think given the um, situation with COVID for the last two years, which has almost become like a new norm for us, a lot of colleges, I would hope at least, and even medical schools would probably understand the difficulties with getting 
like one-on-one -on -one patient doctor, like that kind of clinical experience. But I completely agree, like just showing that you're helping others and that you're compassionate and you're dedicated to serving others is definitely something that I feel like most people trying to go into something in the medical field should definitely immerse themselves into. My final question for you is more general. What is your mm -hmm. advice for a prospective student, like a high school student, who is undecided on their major? I would say, I would say definitely, you know, get started early in the sense that, you know, you, you know, let's say the summer before your you start college, you know, if we're, if we're kind of waiting towards the end, like the summer before you start college, I'd say, ask around, talk to people that, you know, you know, friend, uh, older siblings or friends of, of friends of your friends, um, that have gone to college and, and try to find someone that you feel like is maybe similar to you and, and has similar goals as yourself to figure out, okay, what did, what did they do? Did they, uh, you know, try out a bunch of different majors to figure out what was, what was right for them essentially. Um, but honestly, I think that there's no wrong way about coming into college. I feel like you could change your major multiple times. Obviously, if you, if you find one and you feel like it's a right fit, then you stick to it. But I think that there's no shame or there's nothing wrong with changing your major because, you know, in, in high school, I, I feel like unfortunately, like in just the education system that we have, it's, it's kind of tough to figure out what you want to do unless you, you've had like this passion for wanting to go to medical school or wanting to become a doctor or, you know, wanting to be an engineer or, you know, an artist, whatever field, if you don't really have that, uh, passion since you were little, then it's really difficult to figure out what you want to do. So I think just knowing that it's okay. A lot of people don't know what they want to do in college and you're still young. You still have time to figure things out. You know, the whole four years of college and, and we graduate that's yes, that works out for some people, but that's not always, um, the best, you know, plan for everyone. So it might take you a little longer, um, if, you know, you're still trying to figure things out and that's okay. Um, I think as long as at the end of the day, you choose something that you can see yourself doing and you can see yourself being happy with, um, that's the, the main thing essentially. And I feel like just really talking to others and learning from others' experience is the best. Um, I know I, I myself, you know, I, I knew I wanted to go to medical school and I wanted to be a doctor at a young age, but I also knew that it was something that was difficult. So I talked to a lot of people, like I reached out to friends and family that, you know, may have had contact with people that were in college and were on the pre-med track or people in medical school. And I really tried to, to just find connections with those people and, and ask about how their experience was to see if, okay, is this something that I can see myself doing, something that I feel like I can you know, get through and, and come out successfully and actually enjoy what I'm doing once I've, you know, made it through all this uh, schooling. Um, so I think just finding those connections really is the best way to go about it. Absolutely. Yeah, that is such great advice. Um, and I've definitely learned so much through this conversation, especially as a prospective 
college student who wants to be on the pre-med track. Everything was so insightful and it's just been really, really great talking to you and learning more about not only being a neuroscience major, but also being on the pre-med track and kind of hearing firsthand experience about medical school. Um, So thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. It was my pleasure.